Quick disclaimer, while we do work at one of America's largest retailers and will allude to it throughout the show, the opinions expressed are purely our own and do not reflect the views or positions of our employer. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 16 of the Phone Buzz Podcast, recorded December 11th, 2019. The show is brought to you by three guys that sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz Podcast for all the latest news and extra content from the episode. We've got a great show for you tonight. Apple announces his vision for the smartphone of the future. We shine light where it isn't meant to shine, and Apple seems poised to kill yet another iPhone feature. My name is Evan Krauss. I'm joined by Zach Whitney. How's it going? How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Good. And of course, Christian Crawford. Hey-o. How you doing? Doing good as always. Good. Yeah, sorry for Evan's voice, everybody. Yes, it sucks, and yeah. it's hoarse. Yeah, puberty is a... Uh... Gotta hit it sometime, right? It's it's yeah. a mean thing. Nineteen I mean, years later. <laughs> I mean, some of us are just late bloomers, man. Yeah. It happens. You know, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Beside yeah. that, do we have any? <laughs> we'll move on. Do we have any uh, good stories for this week? Uh, I didn't really. I didn't work with you guys too much this week. I don't think, or that much. I don't. know, Nothing crazy happened. Really. I mean, we've also been super busy a lot yeah. of times. Uh, so even if we have worked together, we haven't had downtime like we usually do. True. Yeah. Uh, not only that, but we're all in school and we are in the midst of finals week. Some uh, of you are. <laughs> I think we're all done now. Yeah, I know. I, had, I finished today. I had my last two today. I finished so. a project today, but I finished my finals last Friday. Go us. I nice. Know, right? It's over. We Eat made it. it. Eat we it. made it. Um, okay, so I do have a slight update um, on my on my whole Pixel Four thing, which uh, this has been this has been a story of what fourteen weeks in the making uh, since we started trash yes. talking the, the Pixel Four. Well, yes. me specifically, but uh, yeah, I did pick up. Okay, pop it. There we go. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I did pick up uh, Pixel Four about a week and a half ago, like we mentioned last episode, and uh, I've been liking it a lot. Like, here's the thing. It would be my phone if the OnePlus 7 Pro did not exist. Like, if that phone did not exist, I would definitely be rocking that Pixel 4. Because there's some things I really love about it. And uh, everything except the battery is pretty killer. And, well, motion sense, not so not so killer. But, um, yeah, I uh, just wanted to clear the air. I do love the Pixel 4. But I will not be keeping it. <laughs> okay, that was, yeah. that was my question. I'm like, I just right that was going to come. We're yeah. hitting that deadline. I didn't know if it was... Is it worth the backup phone or not? Nah, no. It, I mean, it costs as much as my OnePlus 7 Pro did. And, that, and I, it was an open box, so it's like, I don't no, I, I don't need it. I haven't looked deep into it. Um, do you want to go over a little bit why you're um, not keeping it? Yeah, I mean, so part of it, obviously the cost. Like, I don't I don't need a second phone. Nobody needs a second phone. I just I like having it. Um, two, I don't care for the orange color. Like so, here's the deal. If boo, yeah, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I'm sorry. If I was keeping it, what I'd probably do is I would return my current one. I would wait to see if there's any deals going, uh, because it's on it's offered on AT and T right now. For free. It's, yeah, if you open a new line, free, quote unquote. <laughs> but if they had one, um, a good deal going like around Christmas time, I might be tempted to pick it up again. But as of right now, don't don't need it. But that's for upgrade, of course. That's for an upgrade. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that the battery life is not it's not great. Um, I mean, I can't really get through a full day. If if I have a day where I don't sit on my desk and like do work on it, I'm not gonna make it through a full day because it's not charging on the Pixel stand. Um, 
besides that, no, I mean the software is the software is really what's winning me over. Like again, I talked about this before, but just the way the animations bounce around the screen, the way everything kind of works together, it's it's kind of like the perfected version of Android in a sense, but you know, crippled by that battery. So ultimately, it's a big hitter. Yeah, it uh, it dings a lot of points off of it, to be honest. But not sticking with it. Gotcha. Well, let's get into this uh, fake news. I think we're all ready. All right. It's time for everybody's favorite segment. It's the Phone Buzz Fake News. All right. So what we do here is I will be reading off a news story that happened, kind of happened this week, to Evan and Zach. Their goal is to, <laughs> their goal is to figure out what the fake news is and what the real news is. All right. So this week's story actually comes from Abby, or excuse me, Abby, a new listener to the show. Thank you for submitting this. Um, and this is called Where the Light Don't Shine. In the wee hours of the morning, it can sometimes be difficult to clench the strength to get out of bed. What, with all the tech in our lives, TVs, smartphones, and tablets, it can be difficult to get into a healthy bedtime routine and find the quality rest you need. Yeah, what? Uh, I was actually talking about this exact device before I even came on the podcast because I was thinking about buying it. Damn. Oh. All right. Well, uh, that's gonna mess things up a little bit. It, it might be. It might, be <laughs> it might Evan, skew it. Oh, it might just be me. <laughs> All righty then. Lucky for us, Philips, the company behind the massively popular Hue lights, has a solution. Get ready to discharge everything you thought you knew about smart wake-up lights, which is probably not much. The Philips sodomy stimulates—I mean simulates—a natural sunset to ease your body into sleepy submission. Utilize the sodomy's light-guided breathing feature to help you breathe deeply, decompress from your day, and loosen up in all the right spots. Easily pair the sodomy with your smartphone using Philips Hue app and enjoy the best of Google Assistant. For only $99, you can be the proud owner of a lamp that definitely doesn't look like a butthole. I will show you the photo in a minute. <laughs> uh, I don't even know where to begin with this. Yeah, oh, yeah I'm out. I can Do you just know pick, all these? I can pick this apart, yeah. Damn. All right, Evan, oh, you're on man. your own, buddy. Okay, I'm I'm going to start with, I don't believe it's $99. Okay, how much do you think it is? Uh, I bet it's around $150. you are getting closer. $180? Closer. You're Two, so like $210. Over. Right over it. <laughs> 200 Yeah, it's 200 okay. bucks. Okay. It's 199 I was to say, typically he lights are above $100, so that makes sense. Correct. Um, oh, man. There's one glaring one. Yeah, the one that's super And obvious. if you know the definition of the word, you'd know why. <laughs> Is it sodomy? <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. <laughs> Is it bad that I don't know what that means? Oh, no. <laughs> it makes it so much I think we need to describe it for the podcast listeners. No, no. No, no. <laughs> So, uh, like, you know how it looks like a butthole, which I'll show you in a minute? Uh, sodomy is the... Uh, entrance. Is the entrance, <laughs> the penile entrance uh, into a butthole. A sad butthole. <laughs> so, no, it is not called the sodomy. Let We're childish as shit. This is what it looks like. Oh, no. That's so bad. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, we're going to post this picture on Twitter. This is definitely one of those that you got to follow us for and look at because it's, it's a butthole. It will blow, it'll blow your mind. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So, yeah, it's not called the sodomy. It's called the somnio, which is Som- just as bad. And so if you go on Philip's page uh, for the product, it says formerly called somnio, and they renamed it completely, probably because it sounds too much like sodomy, if oh, I had to take a guess. <laughs> Is that it? Uh, no. Let me go back. Actually, no. There's definitely one other thing that's not that's not true. Uh, I don't know if you'll catch it. Yeah, I don't know. I have to like look back over. 
Is it like? Is it super obvious, or is it very? Do I um, dig? Uh, no, it's pretty obvious. Um, is it that it has Google Assistant? Yeah, it it does not have Google okay. Assistant, and it does not pair with your smartphone. What? Yeah, so it's basically a uh, two hundred. Oh, I thought we all had our alarms. That's a yeah, yikes. Huh. Uh, yeah. So, so much for that sound check. <laughs> So yeah, it's a two hundred dollar light that uh, helps you go to bed by doing some breathing techniques with it. Are you like, serious? <laughs> yes. Oh my god! And it will wake you up to a gentle glow uh, to simulate the sunrise, and it definitely does not look like a butthole. Dang this! So uh, Zach, I I know I normally joke about tearing you a second butthole, but it turns out you <laughs> might go buy one yourself. Uh, why would you be buying this butthole? So like the only reason. I, I would buy it to try it first. I I, I wouldn't buy it as in like, a hundred percent gonna keep. Well, this how would no you try it? Try something new. What? How would you try it? Yeah, Experiment. Try something new, you know. Experiment oh. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> but no, uh, I think we've all had nights where it's kind of hard to get to sleep. Oh yeah. Uh, we. Uh, <laughs> gonna leave that one alone, actually. Uh, <laughs> move on. Yeah, but I think. Because it, it says it has been scientifically proven to help get you to sleep faster and get you more awake in a natural rhythm. That way you're not grogging stuff through the day. Yeah. So uh, I drink a lot of coffee, first of all. So like if this light could help like reduce coffee intake, that'd be awesome. And then even if, I, if I'm having hard times to fall asleep... Or if I wake up in the middle of the night, or like if it, Evan's stirring in bed next to you, yeah, something like that. <laughs> like it, it might be kind of cool to try to see, like, does it actually help you get back to sleep faster? Yes. Uh, then not only that, but have you ever got up in the middle of the night and you have to turn on your flashlight and it's super bright? Like this does have like a nice, a nice. Does it like detect light. motion or something? That'd you be cool. you just like tap it. It's oh, got okay, okay. it got buttons and stuff on it, uh, so you can tap it and it can just turn on a light That's and then cool. like. It is just like your whites, so it goes from like lights to warm whites. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it'd be pretty cool to try out, and if it actually does help with sleep patterns and routines, I think it could be worth it. Yeah, I mean every Philips, I mean every, every Philips like light and things they have, they work really well, yeah. and they do exactly what they're meant to do. So I could definitely see this being a big seller. It's just whether or not you can get around the design. It just it looks so odd just sitting in a room. You guys, yeah. you guys listening really need to go look at it, it if you haven't. It kind of looks it's crazy. Like, it's, it, have you guys ever played The Sims before? Yes. It looks like some of those futuristic yes. designs yes. that you just sit there that's cost like, I mean, in The Sims game, it'd be like $3,500 or something <laughs> stupid. It's a premium light that you can buy uh, for your nightstand. Yeah, uh, it's a butthole. But, um... <laughs> the, don't uh yeah you can you can do stuff like that on on other hue lights too like you can have yeah. it sunrise sunset so mm-hmm. even if you don't have this specific butthole you can still do that <laughs> that i mean at the same time though, like that, can't that does get overpowering a little bit too yeah like, if you have like most bedrooms at least have at least four lights in them a lot of the time mm-hmm. so if you have four lights turning on natural like brightness and like natural lights like it's oh, you a can, lot you can dim those though right i mean you can so when it goes in its pattern it's just it's it's set pattern so it starts really low and then it just brightens itself up to like 100 <laughs> sorry <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm trying to hold it on a lap we're working with I a caught. child here oh uh, he's trying to hold it in 
But like a normal. He's going through puberty, so he soon won't be a child anymore. That's true. He's got a lot of emotions going through his his brain right now. (laughs) I'm just having a good old time. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, all right. (laughs) I'm done talking (laughs) about holes in specifically. Um. Okay, boys. Shall we get into our first news segment? Let's do it. Actual news segment. Mm, I guess so. All right. Screw it. Nope. We're done with this episode. Bye. (laughs) All right. So, uh, Oppo announces the their underscreen camera in the race for the perfect smartphone or yeah smartphone form factor. One pesky little problem always seems to rear its ugly head, and that is the selfie camera. It's an unavoidable problem as manufacturers continue to shrink bezels to their absolute limit and sometimes pass them. Listen to our rant on waterfall displays a few episodes ago, leading some device makers to implement display cutouts like the iPhone's now iconic notch. Or avoid the problem altogether by hiding the selfie camera inside the chassis via motorized pop-up camera, like the OnePlus 7 Pro. So this last week, Oppo, who is OnePlus's sister company, and they actually share a lot of their technologies together, uh, they showed off their latest version of a selfie camera that works underneath the phone's display. Eyewitness reviewers and other tech YouTubers have said that the camera does take a slight hit in terms of quality, but that it does not seriously affect camera performance too much. They also reported that the camera is completely hidden on darker backgrounds, but is noticeable when the phone displays white backgrounds. So questions for you guys. Would you be okay with taking a loss in camera quality to hide the camera? It, like, altogether? It sounds like a Samsung phone. Does it? I mean, kind of, because like, if you look at a dark screen on a Samsung or a lock screen, you don't really see the camera on like the background. You see it. So is that like what they're getting at? Or are they saying like you just you can't visibly see it at all? Well, so yeah, so if you ever see photos of it, it looks like kind of a OnePlus 7 Pro where there's just no camera cutout on it. Um, and so what, they, what they've what they done is they've hidden the camera underneath the display. So it's not like the, the S10 where there's a literal cutout of it. Um, like, there's no cutout. So, like... Like, if you didn't know it was there, you would not see it. One okay. of those things. Do we have a picture of this thing at all? Um, I'm sure you can pull it up. If you just search um, Oppo or Oppo, however it's pronounced... Um, Oppo underscreen camera. You'll probably see a picture of it. But. For for me, it's it's. I don't know. It's a tough one because we're in a weird space where we don't we don't have that yet. Like we we haven't experienced what it's like and not having a camera where there is that cutout or it's you know in front of the screen. So it's hard to say whether or not we I'd be okay with taking that loss. I mean, I think it'd be it's definitely a cool concept. Yeah. I just I don't know. I don't. I'm also not someone who takes a lot of selfies, so like I don't think it would be that big a deal for me. Yeah. But there are a lot of people that use their selfie camera every single day. Yeah. So that I could see where that would be be a problem if the the loss in quality is substantial. Yeah. Oof. Are you looking at it right now? Yeah, and like one of the one of the things that's showing is so I don't I don't mind how it looks. Mm-hmm. I but there's one photo where it shows like under the under the screen and oh, like yeah. above yeah. the screen and it says not that much camera quality loss but i mean it's it's a pretty big camera quality it's loss. it's a little bit potatoey i on don't the under screen i honestly think i'd rather deal with the iphone notch than this really yeah because i don't i, I have it might be because i have an iphone i've had iphones i'm used to the notch but yeah i don't know if if i'm gonna pay that much money like cameras a big thing still, even though yeah. I don't take a lot of photos stuff like that. But like they have the ability to, I don't know. I just I don't think a camera is where you should cut corners a lot of the time. 
That's true. I guess the big thing for me is like one reason I don't mind the pop-up camera on the OnePlus 7 Pro is because I don't use it that much besides for face unlock. I mean, I shouldn't say that. I do use it quite a bit for things like Snapchat if I'm just taking like a stupid photo to send somebody like as a conversation. But it's not like I'm taking like like a staged photo with my selfie camera. If I'm doing anything serious, it's going to be with the with the back of so the phone. So that's another thing too. If it's a dark screen, I say the phone's locked. Mm-hmm. How's your face ID gonna work? Is it gonna be accurate? Is it not gonna be accurate? Like, yeah, that was my that was my second question. Is like, it's oh, it is. It is. <laughs> look at you. I'm not even looking at the notes. Look at you. Um, yeah. So I mean, if the screen's dark, it shows through. Um, mm-hmm. I think it, it literally has to be dark on top for the camera to actually work. It can't like be lit up for the underscreen camera to work. So, so does that give it like a raised awake? Like. I don't know. It seems like there's a lot of hiccups to do and that it'd be better just to stick with the pop-up camera that they don't fix something that's not broke. Yeah. Well, so that's the thing, too, is they want to get rid of, and we're going to talk about this later, too. They want to get rid of all those mechanical parts um, because they literally can break. Well, also, yeah, that's fair. More moving parts is more more stuff to break. Yeah. I guess my question is, like, in terms of the quote-unquote perfect smartphone, would you guys rather have thin like razor thin bezels and have a camera like an okay selfie camera under the screen or would you rather chunk the bezels up a la pixel 4 and keep the camera quality what do you think evan who i don't know i i'd say chunk it out and have it to where you have the bezels yeah because like the pixel 4 it the bezels aren't like huge they're not disgusting. I mean, they're not great. But yeah, you get used to it, I will say. Like, I kind of stopped noticing until I used the OnePlus phone again. It's like, oh, my God. Because then you look, like, for example, the pictures you took with it or, like, the selfies, they were fantastic. Yeah, they like, really they good. were so good. It yeah. That's where you do make those sacrifices where, yeah, it's not necessarily the best-looking screen, but totally worth it if you're going to get that amazing camera quality. Yeah. And if it, you know, if it's going to be under and it diminishes that a lot, I'd say no. Yeah. Not worth it. So this is the fun thing here is I know you guys are not going to agree with this whatsoever. Perfect. Let's do it. Uh, Number one camera I like the most is the Notes. I like the Cyclops a lot, which I know you guys don't like. We went through it. Um, Because it, I mean, you still, but you still have your notch, but it's minimal. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. Number two would be like an iPhone scenario with a regular notch. Mm-hmm. Uh, three would be a pixel like forehead like they have. Yeah. Four would be the S S tens and all that where it's in the screen and five is this. Really. Um, because okay. like, I would still rather lose part of my screen mm-hmm. than to have an okay camera, kind of thing. And like that's just how I rank how they look personally. Yeah. So I think the Cyclops look the best, then iPhone, then Pixel forehead, then like it's just <coughs> awkwardly built into the top right of a phone yeah i, like, I don't know how it ranks. you still that. get like you still get you uni- know like uniform mm-hmm. with the cyclops with, with the cyclops with the most screen size yeah so. so so you said it but i just want to clarify so the by cyclops he means like on the note 10 and then the note 10 plus and the rumored <laughs> s11 series from samsung they have that little selfie camera cut out it's, it's really small it's in the center of the screen so that's why we call it the cyclops as opposed to like the S10 or S10 Plus, where the cutout is on the right side of the screen. So just to clarify, but I don't know where would uh, where would you rank those, Evan? Like in terms of what you prefer, I, I kind of forget all the five categories, but it was like Cyclops, was Cyclops, Pixels, iPhones, S10s, and then this in screen or pop up camera. 
or <coughs> oh the, yeah, I didn't I didn't throw the pop up. Yeah, where would you put that? Um, I'd probably put the pop up two. Okay. So okay. I th- I still think I'd take the Cyclops first, but the pop up two. Yeah. Because I mean you've had it how long, what, almost a year now. I fe- no so I had it whenever it first came out, which, which was, was May. Spring, right. Yeah. It was, We're getting it, close. I yeah. mean it's halfway through December. Yeah, it's true. So almost a year. Yeah. Um, a little over seven months. You haven't had any issues so far. Nope. It's been perfectly fine. Uh, knock on so, wood. Oh yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> yeah. So I would say the like even though there is more moving parts, it might not be a bad thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd probably say number one Cyclops, number two pop up, three iPhone, four Pixel, five S ten, six this disaster. <laughs> this disaster. What would you uh, uh, what would you say, Evan? I don't know. Things? I'd probably do the one plus seven with the pop up. Mm, um, right. just because it's hidden, it's it's very quick, seamless, good yeah. picture, stuff like that. Um, then I'd probably actually go with the S10. I like how it's off to the off to the side there. Yeah. Then this might be a shocker. I'd actually probably put the iPhone third, hmm. and then I don't know. I just like the uniformity of it and how it looks. And then I would probably put the Pixel, and then Cyclops, and then this gross thing. Yeah. I so I don't watch a ton of YouTube videos, but like I would. The notch really bugs me whenever I do watch YouTube videos on my phone, and it's it's a mental hurdle that I just cannot get over. Granted, I had the OnePlus 6 for a year, and, and like I said, I don't watch that many YouTube videos on my phone or do that much landscape content, but it's still just, I don't not notice it. I will say, that is one thing that I do miss about my OnePlus is that it was edge to edge of the screen, and it was, Gorgeous. That, it was a beautiful experience when watching a video. But also, that doesn't really happen on every other phone. You don't always get that edge-to-edge experience. And so I'm kind of just used to not really having it, not having the OnePlus anymore. Yeah. So I just don't think it's that big of a deal to me anymore. Fair. See, and like, I'm used to the notch. And usually, so a lot of times when I'm used to the notch, is the left side of the video that gets cut off. And Mm -hmm. like, I don't, a lot of times, honestly, the left or the right side of the video, like, there's there's nothing there. there, There's nothing there, so it doesn't really bug me. Yeah. I'm going to make a video series of things that are just hidden in the notch. You've got to watch it that way. It's amazing. Um, I would probably rank I'd pr- easily the OnePlus 7 Pros on top because, again, as far as quality on the camera, that is probably, the, without a doubt, the best selfie camera that I've used in a phone. Granted, over I don't... The, over the Pixel 4? Well, okay. Yeah, I sh- okay. I should clarify a phone that I've used a long time. So I've used yeah. the Pixel 4 for a little bit. That's Yeah, that's definitely a better uh, selfie camera but i mean you're newer also so. yeah also yeah also a couple months newer but um yeah besides that that would be my top one the one plus seven pro um it's kind of hard because and then also like i want to clarify like yeah. i'm not i'm not saying the quality of the picture just like the placement of it oh how it's done okay yeah. i got you yeah I, I like the one plus seven pro just because like the all screen display or the all front display you use all the time literally it's how you use your phone and it looks gorgeous um, second would probably be, probably be to the side, like an S10. Third would probably be the underscreen one, because again, I don't use the front facing camera that much. So like, I don't care. Um, fourth <sighs> would probably be the pixel. <laughs> Fifth would be the, uh, the center notch or the center cutout, like the note 10 and All probably right. last would be the iPhone notch. I think, okay. Yeah. The times that you do use the front screen though. That's when you're gonna be hurting. What are you talking about? Like, like even though you, one? yeah, even yeah. though you don't use it, yeah, there are still times where you do have to use it, and yeah. 
when those times come, you're going to be angry because it's it's garbo. Yeah. I can kind of see it, but I'm I'm I've gotten spoiled by like full screen like phones though. Like I don't yeah. know if I can go back. That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. I was having a hard time with that. I mean, like I said, whenever you got used to the Pixel, the Tyra Banks forehead, it wasn't too bad <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> but like initially it's it's a, it's kind of like like a culture shock is the only way I can describe it. But yeah, when I moved back to the One Plus Seven today, I was like, "Oh Jesus, it's so I nice. missed it." <laughs> oh yeah. my baby, I'm just surprised how much you guys hate the Cyclops. I don't, I, just, I don't love it. It doesn't look good. I don't, it's just like a tiny hole in the middle of the screen. It's not okay. But the SNs okay. are literally a tiny hole in the screen. Yeah, but it's on the side. Yeah. so like things in the middle. I, I don't know. But it's like when it's off to your like in your peripherals almost of the screen, you start to not notice it as much. When it's straight in front of you. Right where you're gonna look in the almost middle of the screen. I don't know. I just think it for me personally, it just pops out more and you notice it more than having it kind of off to the right yeah. of Destin. I don't I know. know. It's just weird that you can rank an <coughs> iPhone notch higher than a higher than a Cyclops. Huh, like, I don't it just know. throws it's me just... off because it's literally the same I think, thing. I think I think my smaller. iPhone notch was last. So yours was, but yeah. he he's he ranked the iPhone notch third. Ooh, yeah, okay. third. I just huh. I, I don't know why. I don't know what it is about it. Honestly, it has nothing to do with like what I do or anything like that. It's the same thing. It's got the uniformity in it, but you just get less screen with it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think it's because like okay, whenever whenever the notch is okay, on notches you kind of think about the ears, like the sides of the screen as like pushing past the bezel. But whenever you see the Cyclops cut out, it's like something is intruding upon your display. Oh, like so, it, like so, like the Cyclops is stopping the full display. Exactly. Whereas, like you, if you look at the iPhone notch, you're like, I'm getting more screen than I should. Be. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, it's it's like a perspective of like how you how you think about the extra display. But I don't know. I I really like. It doesn't change my opinion, <laughs> but I understand. Yeah, yeah. I like how. And now this this is this can be with other phones too, but I like how like Apple really incorporates like the battery and the Wi-Fi and the time up in the corners. Yeah, and so it makes that that no, notch look the really cool makes around me there. Mad, I have to pull down <laughs> the control center to see my percentage now. Yeah. bad move, iPhone. You're you're fine. In you're the, fine. In <laughs> you're literally fine. <laughs> Shut up, iPhone yeah. user. Get over it. They know better than you. That is one thing I did like in the three weeks total that I've had an iPhone is like you can't see all the little notifications on your screen like you can on Android. Yes. And so it kind of like kind of clears them out of your mind a little bit. It's kind of it's, it's kind of a weird. It is. Do we, do yeah. we need to bring up my notification problem? Yeah, your 800 <laughs> notification a day. Uh, yeah, that, we, need, we need to have an intervention. That's why, though, because like if I had an Android and I seen all of that stuff sitting up there, taking up that whole top bar, it probably wouldn't sit there. But, but like you just said, I just forget about it because I don't stare at them all the time. Kind of nice, actually. You open up your phone, you relock it. Those notifications don't come back. They just bury deep. You have to swipe up to see them again. Yeah. Oh, so okay. This reminds me about the battery icon. This is one thing that whenever I first got the Pixel, I absolutely hated and now i wish was on my oneplus <laughs> it's big would you stop i'm my sorry God. I'm, I'm trying dying. to do a podcast here bro i'm, I'm dying love you um no on the pixel it doesn't show you your battery uh percentage left in the status bar what it does is it estimates how much time you have left so instead of seeing 60 percent battery it'll say you have until 4 a.m till your battery okay that's, that's what i thought sucks. too but mentally you start to think to yourself, oh, it's going to get me through the night. It's not a big deal. So now whenever I check my OnePlus battery, like I'm like 40%, like how long is that going to last? Like you kind of start to try to figure out how long it's going to last in your brain and it makes you panic a little bit more about your battery. 
But knowing the t even with the smaller battery on the Pixel 4 XL, knowing the time that it has left is oddly comforting. Was it pretty close at yes. estimating too? Well, that's the thing. It's like, obviously, if you're using it pretty heavy, like it'll go down by like 15 minute increments. But overall, yeah, it was actually really accurate. And so it, it was just kind of like a, like a shift in mindset that made it feel like it lasted longer. So I know you said you don't see the battery percentage, but let's say that phone got 20%. Uh -huh. How many? <laughs> hey, you want to quit being so rude? Dude, yeah, bro, I am dying. Wow. God dang it. But when it, when it got roughly around what you would say 20%, like, was mm -hmm. it just like a couple hours worth that it would tell you? Do you, do you know off the top? You, I might um, know. So I, I had my battery saver kick on at 30%, and like that was pretty noticeable because it would kick down the... Oh, my God. Can you just leave the room for the rest of this? Yeah, yeah, they can. Yeah, they can. Oh, it is? Oh, so now we're just making fun of Evan, and nobody knows why. Uh, yeah, who's coughing? I've been coughing. My yeah. mic is paused. God, I've lost my train of thought. Um, No, whatever was on 30%, like I said, my battery saver would kick on, so it would extend the battery a little bit, but... Um, it would estimate like usually around four hours because it's not screen time. It's just like total time yeah. that the, the phone's going to last. So it, it would estimate about four hours with like 30%. I mean, I, like even right now, I can kind of see how if like if my iPhone could do that, it'd be better because mm -hmm. there's nothing more than that big pop-up screen that says 20% battery. You want to turn on low power mode or just yeah. close me out? And you're just like, I need a charger now. Right, right. As I said, it's like, it, I, I wish more phones would do that because it does change how you think about your battery a little bit. Yeah. So it's just one of those weird things. Like initially, absolutely hated. After I used it for a week, I was like, I get it. Like, that makes sense. You know what the weird thing is? What's that? We started by talking about in-display cameras. Yeah. And we're talking about <laughs> battery life, whether it's a percentage or how much time remaining. Topical, off topic, phone <laughs> buzz podcast. Um, okay, let's move on to the next story, our feature story this week. Uh, this one's titled, Lightning is Dead, Long Live Lightning. Uh, this article comes to us from TheVerge.com. This week... What oh, did you just say? Com TheVerge.com? No, Lightning is Dead, Long Live Lightning. Yeah, that's a phrase. Am I, am I wrong? Like, I don't know. I've never heard that. Like, like uh, MySpace is dead, lo Long Live li MySpace? That doesn't make any sense. I know it doesn't make sense, but it's a thing. Hold up. Let me uh, entertain the audience. Let me look this up. Um, blank is dead. Long live blank. Yeah, it's a yeah. thing. No. Yeah, it's, it's totally that thing. literally makes no sense. How I'm can at stack die and live a long time. I'm at English. Yeah, the king is dead. Long live the king. It's it's like saying they're they live past their death. It's like so uh, they haunt you. No. <laughs> Oh my god! I I think I'm exposing how like All right. illiterate I am and how bad I'm English <laughs> right now. English.stackexchange.com. The original phrase was translated from the French "Le roi est mort." Oh, so it's Vive le roi. Yeah. Which was first I butcher that. Which was first declared <laughs> upon the coronation of Charles the seventh following the death of his father Charles the sixth in 1422. Oh, shocker! Is that how numbers work? Um, <laughs> what up? Jeez. <laughs> Uh, refers to the heir who immediately succeeds to a throne upon the death of the preceding monarch. So yeah. it's saying, like... It's like they're one, dead, but one's they're... One's dead, but now we have another one of the same thing. I guess alive. in the most literal sense, probably, but I think it's more like, like... Like, Charles is dead, but Charles, long live this Charles. Okay, let's say I strangle you right now and you die. So it'd be like... But I don't have any Zach Jr. It'd be like, Zach is dead, long live Zach, meaning like, whoa, hey, what's... It'd be like, Zach is dead, long live Zach, like long live the memory of Zach. 
Okay, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll give in now. All right, I, so I, can I finally we get... have an understanding. All right, so this title, it's titled <laughs> Lightning is Dead, Long Live Lightning. Is everybody on the same page here? God. Yes, right. we're here. I'm about 90% there. Zach's a little lost, Dropping but quickly, we'll but... make it. <laughs> That's about how we normally run. This week, tech blogs and pundits released increasingly more confusing predictions for Apple's upcoming 2020 and 2021 iPhone roadmap. With some models getting OLEDs, some models sticking with LCD, some models getting 5G, some sticking with 4G, but one rumor in particular persisted. 2021 will mark the end of the lightning Oh my gosh. Time has come. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me either. Right. It's about time. <laughs> it's about damn time. By 2021, the Lightning port will be nearly a decade old. Introduced in 2012, Lightning usurped Apple's legacy 30-pin adapter and brought with it a much slimmer design and improved customer experience thanks to its plug-in-any-way-you-want design. But this new, new move isn't quite what some of us were expecting. Instead of replacing Lightning and USB seeing all the things, Apple is expected to get rid of the charging port completely the same way the home button got replaced by a solid state circle and opting for a non-mechanical solution. And uh, like you guys just uh, just mentioned, um, well, no you didn't. It's not hard to see the immediate downside to a move like this as removing the only user accessible physical connection presents a bevy of use case problems. So first and foremost, goodbye wire charging. Are you guys looking forward to exclusively using wireless charging every single day of your life? I... Mm. I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know the last time I plugged in my phone. Really? Yeah. How long? It, how long of a? Uh, have you been doing that since? Like you've had an iPhone that wirelessly charges. So this is my first iPhone that wirelessly charges. Oh. I went from a seven plus to my ten S Max, so seven plus couldn't. I. The only time I I can even recall plugging my phone would be like. Um, a month or so ago, I took a trip to Indianapolis, and mm-hmm. my phone died pretty quick, so I I had to plug it in the car ride. A car would be the only time I've ever plugged in my phone. Really? Because even, like, the hotel had wireless charging in it. I have wireless charging at my house that I have every night that I can go to. Or we have wireless chargers at work that we yeah, can use. true. So it's I feel like it's almost harder to find a place that doesn't have wireless charging. Interesting. What you got, Evan? I know that uh, it's one of those things where I wouldn't be against it. Yeah. It's it's just it has to make sure that it's safe because you you hear all the things where it's like Cancer. oh yeah right <laughs> that and well, like wirelessly charging it for this amount of time is gonna hurt your battery stuff like that. Well, five G is gonna give us cancer anyway, so yeah, right. Well, let's just cancel so it's like it all if, I mean, as long as it doesn't deteriorate the battery like it has been in the or, past, definitely definitely worth it. I don't yeah. know if we're gonna get there in this article, but the first thing that popped in my mind with no charging port. We probably will have our first waterproof phone. Oh, proof? I I don't think it'll ever be. Proof. I think it'll I think it'll it, it'll maybe get like a fifty <coughs> AM resistance, which is fifty meters in water. Even but that is borderline waterproof. It's for ninety nine percent of people. If it's that that is a hundred and fifty feet. Yeah, that's pretty insane. Like that phone's gone. I don't know. That, that phone's gone. <laughs> like you're not getting that anyway. I just really wanted to take my iPhone scuba diving. <laughs> yeah, like the pressure alone probably. I don't know if it'd be. That's able what I'm saying. Is like I don't think. Um, uh, I don't so, think it can yes, basically that. waterproof to the phone that a to the max you can take a phone with you. Right. Um, because you because that's like the only thing that's really left of making it resistant is it can seep through the port. Yeah. 
That or like the speak report. But the that'd speakers be a, that'd be a push bit... them out. I mean, they do it with Apple. Well, I mean, that's why. Honestly, I, I'm pretty sure the speaker is the biggest at, like limitation for water resistance ratings. I could be wrong here, but the mesh on it is what keeps water from coming through because water literally cannot fit through the mesh on it, but sound can. Um, and whenever you get to certain depths, it just breaks. Like the the seals on it just break. So I. I think that's the biggest limitation, not necessarily the port on it, because it's using those rubber gaskets that's used around the side of the yeah. phone too. Which is weird, because like iPhone, I mean not iPhones, Apple watches can push out water and they close off chambers. Yeah, it's weird that we haven't so seen like, that in an iPhone. Well, I'm saying like, what if this? Will do Apple give watches? Us Apple watches don't have 50 a.m. Do they? No. No. Okay. I don't know what it is, but it's 30. 30 feet. Mm-hmm. Is it? I say, because I, I know you can swim in them and dive in yep. them. So. Okay. It's 30. But interesting. Yeah, I mean that's like that'd be cool. I have the ability like to even go maybe further than your Apple Watch. I mean, I'm not saying like take your phone swimming <laughs> everywhere. That's still weird. But, but you like, could. <laughs> you you could, and then you could probably. I mean, cameras are amazing on them. Now you yeah. have pr- probably pretty cool underwater photos. That's gonna take. be the that's gonna be the next big camera push. Is it's underwater like a GoPro. Photos. Yeah, it'd be. It's yeah. like a GoPro. It could be. I don't know. I, don't I mean, where where else can you go on camera? Honestly, they're so obviously they'll get better at zooming and stuff, but like they'll get so good, it's like, screw it, let's let's work on some the, freaking underwater photos. Say the only Ooh. issue you're gonna have is being able to maybe zoom in, because yeah, as far as I know, you can't use a screen underwater because mm. you you don't have any resistance underwater. What if they were to get rid of the volume buttons and replace it with a capacitive, and whenever you're underwater, you could slide it up and like it would it'd be, zoom a, in. be a a zoom. Yeah, it'd be like a zoom slider. Up. Instead of oh, a, be cool. whenever you, you're in the camera app. What if you leave it on and you can like have a camera water mode and then it just turns your volumes into zooms? Mm. Wow. We can, need to work for Apple. Yeah, we need to be uh, <laughs> making some money on these ideas All right, right here. Let's, uh, let's go get a patent, boys. Let's All right, boys. Happen. End of the episode. Let's do this thing. <laughs> um, okay, so my whenever I read this article, my first, first thing that came to my mind was I'm just picturing the first solution where a company is going to make a charging case that incorporates the charging port, kind of similar to what they use in the Mophie cases for like the mm-hmm. micro USB back then. So it's going to be people that are like, well, I need my, I need my lighting port. So it's going to be a case that goes all the way around your phone and it gives you a port connection and then it wirelessly charges the back of the phone. So Mophie cases right now? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, those have the cutout for... Um, but the the Mophie cases themselves have the ability to wirelessly charge. Some of them do. Yeah, they charge they charge the phone wirelessly, but yeah. they themselves are plugged in, right? Yes. Well, yeah. I know you can you so can you, charge you plug- the Mophie case wirelessly. <laughs> you, tr- you charge the case wirelessly, and then that case charges your phone wirelessly. Yeah, so if they just like closed up the port on it and then put a... Um, put a lightning connection on it like you could still have your your connected chargers another thing i was thinking about too like even airports have wireless chargers in them now yeah but i mean it's still not as fast though i think that's the biggest limitation to it is it's just not as fast i mean you're starting to get like 25 watt wireless chargers got some pretty powerful ones yeah but you you still are at a loss just like there there's no way to get around the loss of a physical connection like that like it's just not as efficient of transferring uh, transferring power to the battery. So no matter how you do it, either you're going to have to heat up that phone a lot um, or it's going to have to stay slow, at least in the near future. There's, obviously, there's going to be engineering solutions around it, but yeah. there's no way to get around the fact that a physical connection is faster. It's going to be interesting because we just had this big push for uh, that pad Apple was pushing out that was supposed to be able to charge you know, multiple things. The power map. But it had very bad problems with overheating. Right. And that's, I feel like, either... 
by the by 2021, it's either going to be kind of fixed and we won't really have to worry about those problems. Or I wonder if that's really going to come up and bite them in the butt when it comes to a wireless charging only phone. Because like you said, that stuff is going to heat up yeah. and it's going to get hot. I'm, yeah. take, I'm taking option one, which is that they're going to fix that pad. Yeah. Oh. Um, they won't launch this phone, I feel like, unless they have their accessories to go with it. Yeah. Which, okay, to be fair. To, to be, be fair. fair. To be fair. Drink. Um, the biggest problem with that, uh, yeah, hold up. The uh, the biggest problem with that mat wasn't necessarily the speed of it. The biggest problem with that mat was they were trying to make it so you could charge two, three devices at once. And so how they work, how wireless charging stuff works is you have these magnetic coils, these really... Like, like these, I don't know what they're made of, but they're, they're coils. They're just like little circles under the pad. And they have to line up with the coils in whatever device you're charging. And so whenever you have a big surface area, it's not just one big coil. It's a bunch of small ones. And so how they were trying to, to engineer it was if you could lay your phone any way across it and certain parts of certain coils would, would heat up. But if you're laying across multiple coils, it's going to create excessive heat that you just don't need. And so it was really inefficient. So whenever you plug three or four devices on at the same time, it just it compounds that problem. I wouldn't be surprised if it, their mat ends up the same way as Samsung's, where you have like separate spots. Yeah, like you might have like on the left side, or maybe it's Apple, so it'll probably be the right side to stay away from Samsung and lawsuits. <laughs> Hell um, yeah. <laughs> but it'll be a cutout of the iPhone to put it where the iPhone's supposed to go. Yeah. So on the left side, you'll have like. A pad for where your watch goes, and then the middle you have one for your AirPods to sit on, or something like that. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's a pad we see where there's cutouts of how you put it, kind of like, yeah, kind of like we're kids again. We're learning like what a triangle, <laughs> a, a star. All that oh my stuff. god! <laughs> if only the AirPods were triangle shaped, because you have like your circularish. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that's actually brilliant because then. Like if you have just these light indents on it, your phone would be in the middle, your watch is in the left, and then your and it it would look clean. It would look clean, and if you didn't have all three of those things, like you'd be like, oh man, I need something to fill that spot, yeah, and to make you want to buy it. Boom. Okay. Lots of great ideas on this. Man, show. We can't Apple, this where podcast. you at? Yeah, no, we can't release this to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's no, that's a way better um, solution to that problem because I think they were going a little bit too much for like the simplicity of the user experience of just having a blank mat and having issues with it instead That's of like having simple too <laughs> it is it is simple yeah but yeah um apple sponsor us please god uh okay so another problem which we kind of mentioned already is charging in the car so in the reality of the 2021 iphone that has no lightning port you either have to use a pad in the car which your phone is going to be prone to slipping off of or you have to do it. Use a dash mount with an integrated wireless charger. Or use your car. Do you guys well, sell those Wi-Fi car- charging things? <laughs> I mean, there's cars with wireless chargers built in them now in yeah. the console. But they're like low, low wattage. Yeah, I mean they're only like maybe five watts. Yeah, I'm, my dad has a. I don't know if it's in his current car, but it's it was a GMC and um it, the pad in it works. Granted, it does what it's supposed to, but it's very slow. Yeah. I think it's like five watts or something, but it just I mean of course they'd get better if they had to get better, but Yeah. I mean it's just it's kinda crazy that our world's already moving that way, so I'm not surprised Apple's the first one to try to jump on this. Yeah. Another big problem with that too is um I think it's like something like eighty percent of car manufacturers that support Apple CarPlay require a wired connection. Yep. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So that would have to change a lot too. But I don't know, Evan, what do you think? Do you think uh do you think charging the car is a big problem for you? 
I don't know. I don't think so. I think like we're already starting to see um, like different devices, like the the wirelessly charging cup, where it sits. It's like a it's a little cup that sits in your cup holder, but your phone just slides in, and it's just like a little thin cutout, and your phone slides in. Yeah, you should look it up on Amazon. They're pretty cool. We're already starting to like see these these bits of technology where it will implement my toothbrush. Yeah, sort of. My toothbrush yeah. has a wireless charging cup. Really, you just yeah. yeah. It just sits in a cup and it charges my toothbrush. Yeah, it, cool. it's it's something like that, but it's like it's it's in the shape of a cup, but there's like a little slit for your phone, and it just goes in. I hate slit. you, and it just goes in there, and then there's like other ports and stuff too. But it works exclusively with the uh, Philips sodomy light. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean they're Not pretty cool. Trademark. I mean, like if just think about like even on like I think about like being on a road trip, something like that. If they implemented them in like the armrests, mm-hmm. stuff like that, the back of the seats, where if you slide your phone down in the pocket, something like that, where they're they're there, that won't really be a problem. Um, or like the future where we have every every Starbucks table is like a wireless charger, yeah. Into, which there's already like wireless charging furniture. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like you're seeing lamps and desks with built-in wireless chargers and stuff like that too. I just I think whether or not it's happening too fast not sure yet but it's i don't think it's going to be that big of a problem do you have a wireless charger evan uh-huh. do you have one christian <laughs> i have the pixel stand as of right now well but that's gonna be gone <laughs> rest in peace <laughs> yeah the uh, oneplus 7 pro does not support wireless charging so that was like the one thing as i'm sitting here that came to my mind is like what if so i described like i don't really find myself in that situation wireless charging but like what if there's days where I leave my house, I go to work, but let's say I'm, I'm busy. We use our phones a lot at work to look things up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can use our work app. What are app. roast people in the group chat? Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> uh, we have our, our work app that can integrate yeah. very seamlessly with what we do. Yeah. Um, so if there's like a solution where something like that happens, I leave work, and let's say for some reason we... We like we do this podcast and Evan, me and Evan both have a phone. He's probably gonna have one wireless charger's house. Now I can't charge my phone. Well, you gotta you gotta also think about like within the next couple of years, you're gonna start to see, especially Apple implement the uh, backwards wireless charging. Yeah, but then that means like I have to get off work and be like, hey, bro, can like can I steal your phone battery for like? Can our, can our phones can, do it for only, a little bit? <laughs> not only that, but like, Sorry. yeah, not only that, but it's not. not I'm taking your phone battery, but I'm also taking your phone. Like, it's going to stop you from the ability to use your phone for that time. I have a solution. Um, Get you a really, really fast charger, like the OnePlus 7 Warp Charge, and your phone will be at 100% in about 20 minutes. I'm saying, like, we're, I'm, I'm saying <laughs> Thanks, in a Boomer. world where yeah, I no, don't no, have I agree. the ability to I'm plug just talk, it in. I'm just talking shit. Like, that would, that would be the downside is if, like, if you do find yourself uh, in that scenario, or honestly, like, where I described the hotel situation, like, Mm-hmm. It was a decently nice hotel. So, like, what if, like, you go to a lower-tier hotel? You probably aren't going to have that luxury, so then you yeah. kind of be screwed for a whole night until maybe you maybe you get back in your car. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It, if it, you forget your charger. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess that's true. You bring your own charger. Yeah. That's so weird, though. It's going to be weird, like, just bringing wireless chargers with you all everywhere. Yeah. yeah I don't know. That's odd. I feel like, I feel like you're just, net, like... You're saying I'm better than you without actually saying anything. You just pull out a wireless charge big. Yeah. Sorry, I can't use these cables. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're still 2000 and late. That's a that's an interesting thing too cuz um I, I mean I was kind of just teasing you but it's OnePlus has used um 
So it does kind of uh, rival the strategy of OnePlus directly because uh, Pete Lau, or maybe it was Carl Pei, one of the one of the heads of OnePlus um, at the OnePlus Seven Pro announcement, because that was when the everybody thought, hey, they're going to include wireless charging this year. That was when he said, um, we didn't include wireless charging because it's not as good as wire charging. It's not nearly as fast, and for that reason, we didn't include it. So, like, even if my OnePlus Seven Pro battery, let's say it was ad, as bad as the Pixel Four XL, which it definitely is not, even if it was as bad as that. I could plug it in for 20 minutes and like it would go up in percentage about 45, 50%. Like it's insane. And Evan's had it and he can back me up on that. Um, but like, do they, I, they would have to pretty much defy Apple's strategy, which they have not done thus far. Basically saying, um, no, wireless is not the future, or at least not yet until we can perfect like wireless technology. So I wonder if whenever Apple finally does the portless iPhone, which I think they're definitely going to do, um, I wonder if they're going to come out with some like crazy wireless charging technology that's a lot quicker or not. So I piggyback off what you were just about to say. Yeah. Do you remember when the the first idea of wireless charging came out? How they made all of these little tiny things where you could like plug it into the the bottom of your phone and it's like a sticker with that coil on the back, and then you could yeah. like all of these things went from hey now you have a plug-in phone, but we're gonna make it wireless charging. Yeah. I feel like once it starts to go away from plug-in, you're gonna start to see hey look, there's this case that brings back your plug-in. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's gonna reverse what we've just came back from. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. It's like it's like uh, there's gonna be that one company that's like, nope, screw it. Like, yeah, we're just like, gonna here stick you go. With, you yeah. want your ports, and they'll make a shit ton of oh, money. Oh yes, from it. they will. So it's gonna be a trendsetter starting a trend. Yes. What do you mean? It'll be a trend yeah. of like bringing back yeah, the like port. Oh, bringing back like, the port. Yeah. Going retro. We have cords now. That's gonna <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be so weird because we're already seeing the trend of starting wireless charging. Yeah. Then they're gonna bring back the. I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll bring back the One Plus or something like that eventually, and be like, "Remember when we used to like plug stuff in?" Kind of like they're bringing back the Razor now. Like, yeah. Uh, it's gonna I mean, be weird. It's gonna it's be just, very it's, odd. It's been like a staple. I mean, we kind of said that about the headphone jack, but it's it's like been the one thing that everybody was like, "No, you can't get rid of that." Like, there's no way you can get rid of that on a phone. Um, yeah, I mean, like I already to start this kind of. I don't know. Maybe take it full circle. I don't think I'd miss it. Really? I, I just, would not miss I it. I just don't find myself in that scenario where I'm like, I need to plug in my phone. You don't even have to plug it in and do transfers anymore. So that brings me to my third point is like where we were. <laughs> God, you're good at this, man. It, it's almost like you have access to the notes. Um, I didn't even look at it. That's what I'm saying. Uh, so we still partially rely on wire transfers when all the wireless solutions fail. Um so will data transfers have to change with a portless iPhone or are we just screwed? I don't think they will change because you can already do the scan feature with iPhones at least. But, but when they fail. Yeah, when you fail, you are effed. That's the problem. It's like when it fails and it will fail. It will. Uh, you're screwed. <laughs> you can kind of be like if the wireless like. So it might fail when we do the hovers or things like that, or with smart switch, you just set them next to each other. That fails. Yeah. But there always is a backup. It's just not your first. So like with an Android, smart switch doesn't work. Cool. Turn the phone off, reset it from your old phone. Take everything to Google. Do it that way. You'll have that. With an iPhone, if it fails, sure, you have iCloud. I understand the iCloud is probably going to force you to upgrade, but at the same time, like there always will be that backup. Because yeah. I've, 
I to this day I am to this day. <laughs> yeah, I have yet to see a Google backup fail. That's true. I have yet to see an iCloud backup fail. Um, if it if anything does like if let's say notes or something like that does come over, yeah. try it again. It's there. Yeah. Like you can't just like there is ways around it. Even if you can't go cable to cable. That's a That's great true. point. Do you think? Um, my first thought after I heard you say that was they will, because Apple's been heavily pushing their services because hardware sales are kind of plateauing. Yeah, and then the Apple they're Plus. Gonna, yeah, they're going to push hardcore onto iCloud. So I think they're going to probably revamp iCloud and make it really, really, really good and make it make probably a little bit more expensive um, to the point where like iCloud backups are just, I know you can do them automatically now, but they're going to make you do them automatically. So that kind of brings me to the point. I've brought it up in a prior episode. I don't remember which one, but like, mm-hmm. do you think with phone storage going up and the ability to have to do everything possibly through the cloud, do you think they're going to give you more though? Over five gigs? Yes. I would hope so. I don't because, think like, they will. You really, you still, like, even after this information, you still don't think they're going to give you more than five gigs? I don't Probably th- not. I, I think they will, but I don't think it'll be enough. I don't think they'll give you 50 off the bat. Right, no, it'll be like 15 or 20. I wouldn't be surprised if they give me, like, 15 to 20 gigs. I would, I would feel comfortable <clears throat> betting on them putting 10 gigs into iCloud in the next two years. Like, I think the moment they do the portless iPhone, they're going to say, also, we're upping free iCloud storage to 10 gigs. But... One reason I don't think they'll do that is because we talked about this at length before is because if you can get somebody into the habit of paying nine, like nickel and diming 99 cents a month for iCloud storage, maybe you can nickel and dime them into doing Apple news. Maybe you can have them start subscribing to, you know, Apple TV plus or whatever it is. I mean, even 10 gigs isn't that much storage it's not, either. It's not. Um, I mean, I mean, pixels just got rid of it with the pixel four yeah. XL. Like they just got rid of their free unlimited they only give storage. You 15, right? The yeah. Which is, which else. is the base for, yeah. um, Google photos. Um, but one thing you can think about too is how many people do we see come in and they're like, yeah, like I've been, my phone's been telling me that I've been out of iCloud storage for like, or they think they're just out of storage because, yeah. it, because it pops up so much. So like, what if they launch this new phone where it's like, Oh, we're up in your iCloud storage. Imagine all the people that are going to come in just to get that free iCloud storage. They might even care what the phone looks like, what it does. Like they're just going to come in for the iCloud storage. Yeah. So it could help boost sales too. Yeah. That's an interesting idea too because, of course, Apple kind of pivots themselves on being the privacy phone. So, I mean, people still have reservations about iCloud, like no matter how you think about it, because it's not something they grasp or understand. So do you think do you think they'll keep the storage sizes the same and just force people to use iCloud for all their backups on these portless iPhones? Or do you think they'll they'll implement a better way for you to do like Wi-Fi direct transfers that are on a local kind of secure network between phones that has nothing to do with an iCloud backup? So it's a good question. Yeah. Because again, I like cuz cuz to the layman it's like there's still a lot of people that just don't trust iCloud. I mean, it's not a majority, but it's a decent portion of people. Well, that where don't does trust it go? This is What gonna, is the cloud? What my answer is going to be is going to come across <laughs> very very poorly. Uh-oh. And I partially mean it to be this way. This is a hot take on um, the Phone Buzz podcast. Yeah. <laughs> But I think what it's going to be is they're probably going to start trusting the iCloud more. Kind of like you said, it can it, it will boost their services and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Then I almost feel like we're getting to the day and age where it's, if you're not evolving with the technology, 
the world's ready to leave you behind. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, I, I feel like that's a very, very large hot take because there's plenty of people that, like you said, they don't trust it, like, things like that. But there's plenty of people where, like, with a – I wouldn't even say, like, a, a large – like, fairly, fairly large knowledge like us, but, like, mm-hmm. enough to know, like, when you're safe, when you're not kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it's one of those things where Apple's going to be, like, either adapt or – we don't need you. Right, because there's going to be a... every company is going to be like that. Right, there's going to be a Let's day go where next. they... What? Uh, you go for it, go for it. There's going to be a day where, like, you're going to have to upgrade. Your phone's going to fail, and it's going to poop itself out. You're going to have to move up to this, and if you're not willing to change to that, screw you. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Oof. I mean, that's exactly how it is. It's like, they don't care. They're making money off everyone else that upgrades who who cares about you it's you can gonna, yeah, figure it out because people just begrudgingly even now they're like well i had this iphone 5s for years and years and now my apps don't work on it so i have to upgrade so or and they'll still stick with the iphone because like that's just what they've known that's just what they got sorry to cut you off no no no, it's good another thing too is the people that come in they're like well i want a flip phone and it's like okay i have what two, two three and then that. it's like well th- this is ridiculous like why can't i find a flip phone it's like it, it sounds bad, but it's like because we're trying to leave people like you behind if you're not willing to update. <laughs> Jesus. That's what yeah. I said. It, yeah. it's, what, I, what I'm going to say is going to sound terrible, but I yeah. still partially mean it. Like That's how it is. We're not we're, in a society where in, that's okay. Yeah, we're not yeah. in an era where you need flip phones. In 10 years, when most likely all of us are out of retail, I hope all three <laughs> hope of us God. are out of retail. At least in our current, but current spots. Could you imagine seeing a... So we're twenty to twenty-five, yeah, yeah. roughly. Yeah. Um, and then, but like, could you imagine seeing like a ten, like a ten to thirteen-year-old in ten years when they're in our shoes? Somebody brings a flip phone to them, they might not know how to turn that thing on. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 100%. So. Like, hey Siri. Yeah. Hey Siri, turn on this flip phone for me. Bloop, bloop. I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear you. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I didn't hear you. Oh man! You almost just set my home pod off. <laughs> no, yeah, no, stop! <laughs> quit it! Quit it! <laughs> Interesting. All right. Thanks everyone for tuning into the Phone Buzz Podcast. The show brought to you by three guys to sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz Podcast, and that's P H One B U Z Z. And give us a follow and review on Spotify or wherever you listen to our podcast. We'll see you guys in the next one. My name is Evan Kraus. I'm Zach Whitney. I'm Christian Crawford. Have a good night. Bye. Peace.